got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 142 of the NYGST podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Where it's all giants all the time. As always, joined by my co-host, Triggered Chris. Nope. Worst Sunday of the year. I don't do football Sunday, bro. Well, you know what? Uh, At least I'm here. I do. It's one month from the fucking biggest part of the MLB season, and I can't be bothered with anything else. Uh, as usual, Stat Guy Rye is not here. Uh, first NFL Sunday of the year, and he couldn't be bothered to show up to record, yep. even though we're recording clear two hours in front of the Eagles uh, game today. So, you And know. we're calling him out on it, too, on the video. Oh, if absolutely. you watch us on YouTube. Uh, it, this is, in case you are confused, this is the NYYST podcast. Uh, just having a little fun here to open the show. Uh, as the NFL season does kick off today because, I mean, the Yankees just continue to win. I mean, they stubbed their toe. Win, Friday, win, win. Friday night, you know, they looked a little lackadaisical, but they did what they needed to do Saturday. And uh, they're 93-50 and 50 right now, tied for the best record in Major League Baseball. And uh, I think both them and Houston are two games clear of the uh, the Dodgers. So things are going pretty good for the Yankees right now. Dodgers and- lost to a shit team last night. Who did they lose to? I don't know off the top of my head. We can, uh, since we don't have a stack guy, I'll have to look that up to myself. Uh, don't you think it's ironic though? First NFL Sunday, and he's not here. Do you oh, think they, they lost one nothing to the to the Giants? To the Giants, yeah. Team they should beat. Yeah. Right. Do you think the Giants are really pissed off that they didn't trade Bumgarner? Do you think they regret it already? I don't know. It's hard to say. It Why? really is. It's hard Why? to say because I don't know. Are they going to make the playoffs? No, but I'm saying I don't. I'm not around that team. I don't know if whatever prospects they could have gotten for him are were worth him not being. Oh there. come on! Any, I mean, anyone would have been worth it. They're not going anywhere, and it's Madison Bumgarner. You would have gotten some good pieces. Uh, again, I'm not around the team. An icon like that. It's a difference. It's not just a pitcher. It's an icon. A guy that won them what three titles. They went Give me a comparison on the Yankees throughout the years that you would compare him to that the Yankees wouldn't have traded off midseason. What if, uh, I don't know. Pettit? What if instead, you know, what's a good, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Because there's no one. Because Madison Bumgarner should have been traded to make your team better. Because the Giants clearly have somewhat of a talented team. And if you traded him, you would have been very good over the next few years, maybe. I don't know. They're Offensively, they're okay. I don't really... I don't know. They're kind of a dead team to me. I don't really see a lot of talent on that team. But, I don't know. You want a comparison? Like, what if... What if the Yankees had, uh, yeah? What if, what if in that season that what was that, two thousand three, that uh, Andy Pettit was in his was final retiring? year? No, in two thousand three when he was in Before his final he went year to Houston. Houston. If the Yankees were out of it, they traded Andy Pettit as a rental to somebody. I think baseball was different though back then. 
I think now. Well, you said over the years. There's nobody no, really you're right. on this team right now that. No, you're right. What if CC was decent? What if CC was good still? It would upset me. And the Yankees. But it upset me when they traded off Andrew Miller. And he wasn't nearly as much no, of a Yankee. I mean, I don't obviously he didn't do nothing in terms of how good he was, but he didn't do anything. In his right, and it terms. still upset me because it showed me that this team was rebuilding. But you know what? Once I got over it, I was grateful that they got rid of him. So, uh, as a Giants fan right now, but again, Andrew Miller wasn't an icon of the New York Yankees the way that Madison Bumgarner is of the San Francisco Giants. I don't think I don't think fans are loyal to players anymore, though, the way we used to be growing up. It's clear. It's well, maybe clear the that they're not because because we had how many people tell us that Aaron Judge sucks a couple weeks okay, ago. Okay, but what about the organization and how they feel about him? They're the ones making the call on whether he's going to get traded or not. Maybe the owner didn't want to trade him. Maybe the owner. Why do owners show loyalty anymore? Do to, players? Do the fans? There's no loyalty anymore. There's no more Derek Jeters. There's not. You can take things by a case-by-case basis, okay? You can do that. Maybe overwhelmingly there isn't, but there still Was might Bum be. Was Bumgarner grandfathered into the loyalty he of might, the fans? Maybe he might have been. When you win three <laughs> World Series for a team. Literally by yourself. I like, mean, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't even have come close. Anyway, so, let's see. It is New York Giants sports talk. Talk a little Giants, San Francisco Giants. Now we'll talk a little uh, New York Giants for you. Mm. What do you want to talk about? Oh, in 16. Uh, Telling you right now. They're not going 0 in 16. What do you want to bet? No, I'm just kidding. That's just what I wish every year. So put money on it. No. Make I'm not it. a football fan. I hate football. So make it, I think football sucks. So make a wager. Football's good if you're going to bet. That's about it. So bet me that the Giants are going 0 in 16. No. Because they're not going to. They're going to be decent. One game, two games under five hundred. If they go seven and nine, seven and nine, probably where they probably where they will end up. I think they'll go seven and nine. I think they'll be grateful for seven wins. I really do. I don't think anybody's grateful for seven wins at that point. You might as well be trash and get a top draft. They are pick. trash. They are trash. Not offensively, defensively, they are. There's a lot. There's still a lot of talent on this offensive on the offensive side. I'm of only the ball. doing this to entertain you. Okay, you don't have to Eli Manning. Me. Eli Manning, good year, bad year. Does he play the whole season? It's so impossible for me to say that because there's so many variables in this. If the Giants go, if the Giants start 0 6, but he's having one of the best statistical years of his career, do you bench him? I mean, you're out of it, but it's not his fault. But it's just not. You got to. This, this organization has to stop. Stop thinking about anything else but their future at this point. But and then what if they're what if they're seven and two? But he plays like trash. Do you go to Daniel Jones then? No, you go with what's what's working. But if you're seven and two, whether your quarterback's trash or not, you're seven and two. It's you so, don't change anything at so, that point. And what if and what if they what if they're in until the final three games of the year? Then do you pull the plug and say, okay, Daniel Jones here, take these three meaningless games at the end of the year? Yeah, maybe. It's hard to say. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't give a shit. Maybe you don't watch one game all season. Who doesn't? Me. Well, John Mara's going to watch the games. How about Antonio? I, let's just get this out of the way. Can you please subscribe and leave us a fucking rating and review on iTunes? That would be fantastic. If you can leave us a five-star rating and review, tell us what you think the New York Giants are going to do this year. What you think the Giants record is going to be at the end of the year. Okay. 
Now, let's say this. We got some Yankee stuff to get to, obviously, but let's have a little fun with this football shit because people are excited for football. How fucked up is Antonio Brown? Have you followed all this? Or is he a mad genius? Or is he a mad genius? I said it last night. I said... All of my friends were telling me I was at an engagement party. They're all saying Patriots are going to pick up Antonio Brown ball. And I'm sitting there going, that's what everyone's saying. You're just saying it because everyone else is saying it. But there's no way Belichick is picking because the way Antonio Brown's acting, he wasn't just being an asshole. He's mentally, there's something going on, right? With all the evidence of how he's acting at that point. And I'm like, there's no way Belichick's going to risk that and bring him to this team. Sure enough, 20 minutes after I make that statement, they sign him. Was it all an act? Was this all set up? It kind of seems that way, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And I'm not someone who, tr- like, conspiracy theories and shit, they entertain me. But I don't truly believe everything I hear and what people think. This one, I might actually believe. I might actually believe. Because you knew the Steelers were never trading him to never, the Patriots. Never, obviously. So they trade him to the Raiders. Raiders are. Well, do you think the Raiders were in on it? See, I don't think the Raiders were in Bro, on it. Bro, they gave up a third and a fifth round draft pick. I mean, why would they be in on right. it? Right. So the, I don't think the Raiders were in on it, but I think that Brown and the Patriots had some other intentions. I think Brown's agent told maybe knew something and said, hey, you know what? If you can get yourself out of here, we can get you to New England. Mm. That makes sense. That's fucking crazy, man. Crazy. You know what else is crazy? That the Yankees have been injured all year, still haven't th- had a pitch thrown from their ace and their best reliever, and they're ninety three and fifty, and sixteen and a half games over the reigning World Series champions. Well, that that is crazy too. But the crazy, the real crazy thing is, is that you can get two shirts for what are we doing this week? We're going Bogo again. On a Bogo again. Buy one, get one for five bucks. Yes, buy That's one. Fucking crazy. Buy one. Buy one shirt, regular price. You get your second shirt for $5. $5. And to uh, kick off the sale, we have a new DJ LeMahieu shirt Dude, coming out. I have so many DMs right now of people wanting don't tell the shirt. You, don't tell your wife. I'm not kidding. So you got many. those people sliding into your DMs there. I got so many people in my DMs. My big DMs. So, new DJ LeMayu shirt will be dropping after the pod comes out. Maybe then, you could get a DJ and a you got porched. So, two shirts, buy one, get the second for five bucks. What's the code? Simple, DJ. DJ, it's got to be longer than that. How, why? What does it have to be? How about DJ LM? Well, how many characters does it have to be? I don't know. I think I made that up. Let's go DJ Oh five, how's that? How's that? DJ oh five. Does that work for you? Yeah. Oh, as in zero zero five. So DJ the number zero five. Correct. Okay. So as in five dollars, you could get the shirt for. So there it is. DJ zero five is the code to get buy one get one five dollars. Five dollars. Okay. So you get two shirts for thirty bucks plus shipping. Pretty Hell much? yeah! Hell yeah! That's a pretty solid deal. Yo, when you see this shirt, forget it. I'm telling you right now. Go on to our Twitter, at NYY Sports Talk. Go on, because it'll be, by the time we release this, it'll be up on our Twitter. 
and probably all over Twitter itself. Oh, you saying that it's going to just go viral? I I'm telling you, I posted a contest, which I'm re- I picked the winners on Friday. I'm releasing the winners later today uh, for two people to win it. I have 216 DMs over the shirt of where people can buy it. You don't even have that many followers. Yeah. Okay. I got this damn twitch in my forearm over here. How do you have a thousand more followers than me, by the way? Because people like me. No, people hate you on Twitter. They don't. All you do is bitch and complain about everyone you follow. That's not true. That is true. That's not all I do. I like to have. At least every other tweet, Mm. you're complaining about someone. All right, let's go through my last. No, you've been better lately. You've been better lately. You want to know why? Because I tweet about my dog, and people like dogs, except for you. Okay, you want to hear something really funny, actually? What's that? So, everyone who's been a loyal listener to the show knows that I'm the one behind the scenes, analytically. I've studied all this stuff. This is my passion. I love analytics and demographics and marketing and all that. You like the analytics? So, I go through our demographics of our followers, right? Do you want to know the number? What did I knock out? Your audio just cut out. Uh-oh. Hold on. Oh, you just... Our audio didn't cut out. It's just the... Uh, it's just the speakers. Hold on, folks. How'd you do that? Because it was close to my foot. Don't move. Are we back? We've been back. Uh, hello? Yes. A little technical difficulty. Um, so do you know what our followers' number one interest is? What? I thought it would be baseball. Or any type of sport. Mm-hmm. It's dogs. Number one. Have you noticed more natural engagement over dog posts? Bet you have. People like my dog. People like your dog? Yeah, he's a good dog. People like my dog, too. You never post about your dog because you hate him. I fucking hate my dog. That's good. Now we're going to get nasty letters and emails. I didn't. I don't abuse my dog. I never said that. I said I fucking hate his guts. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. He shits all over my house. <laughs> and, he's, and, he's, and he's house broken. What do they call it? House broken? Yeah. He's fucking house broken. Clearly not. If he's No, clearly he is because... When he's getting attention, like I have fucking two kids, right? I am going to need to give attention to the kids. When the kids are sitting watching a movie and we can give the dog attention, if he has to shit, he fucking goes to the door and he waits. And you know what? I tell him, good boy. And I give him a treat and I pet him. But then when the kids are acting up and we have to give them extra attention, I look over, he just shits everywhere. I'll be cleaning. My wife will be cleaning his shit on the carpet. And she'll look up and he's shitting on the couch. The couch that you were just sitting on. Okay? Okay. So that's the kind of dog I have. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you should just let him run away then. Tried. (laughs) Didn't work. All right, let's talk about the fucking Yankees, huh? Came back home. Came back home. (laughs) Please, do not. The dog is well taken care of here, okay? I can attest to that. Please, we do not need angry letters and email. No, he beat. No, all right, fine. He wants to admit to beating the dog. He beats the dog. So you want to? I don't fucking beat any dogs, man. You want except my own? <laughs> if you know what I mean. 
If you want to direct all the angry uh, animal letters, right, you can go right to this guy over here. Chris Stacy At gmail.com. <laughs> all right, man. How about this? How What's about let, let's start here, bro. How about you have some type of magical superpower that when you trash talk a player on this fucking show, oh, and it is official get, now. Somebody's going to get it today. Has he even given up a fucking run since you ripped J-Hap? You know how many runs J-Hap has given up since I ripped him Zero. last week? Zero. Zero. And against two, uh, you want to say the Red Sox A's and the Red Sox. You want to say the Red Sox suck this year? They do, but they're, their they're, offense is top five. Their offense is still really good. Okay. So, how crazy is this? Uh, honestly, how, how many innings has he thrown? Uh, like f- 11, 12. Would he go seven on uh, seven last weekend? And no, then, I don't uh, think he went seven against the A's. No, I think he did. Did he? I think he got into the seventh. I don't think so. I was at that game, by the way. One of the best regular season games I've ever been you to. You left. I was actually, yeah, okay. Fucking out of your mind. I actually didn't do any bonus shows this week because I just got my voice back yesterday. Literally. I know. I was I was uh I was down the shore last weekend and I saw that uh the Yankees were down four nothing in that game and I said to myself, This son of a bitch left. He definitely left. No, bro. And I had my whole family there. My kids, Jack's fucking screaming, right? Gardner hits the home run, and Jack, my two year old son, is starting to get antsy now and he's going mommy stand up we need to he's going get me out of this place he had so much fun until the last inning he was getting tired and i looked at him and mike ford got up and i said bud don't worry we're leaving right now yankees are about to win it boom one of it's probably the second best regular season game i've ever been to uh yeah, Hap went no he no he did only go so he's pitched uh he's pitched twelve and a third innings since what it, how many innings did he pitch twelve and a third no how many innings did he, he pitch went that game six on Sunday and then he went six and a third yesterday I thought he went to the seventh for some reason must be. but yeah he pitched he uh, he he had a higher pitch count the day I was there by the sixth so I think that's he why. threw ninety eight pitches in that game. Boone doesn't really. Boone gets antsy with him around when he gets around ninety. Yeah, well, you also don't want to. You don't want to like take for granted what you get out of him. If he if he gives you five or six really strong innings, let's not push it with the bullpen we have, please. Let's keep building his confidence. See, the question is now with his last two performances, as he entered himself back into the conversation to get the ball in the postseason as a starter. I mean, because I had him in the conversation. He was a clear yes for me. As a starter? But not as a starter. No. And and I don't think he will unless Seve is just completely out of it. And you got to see, does Herman, we got to see if Herman has another home start. If he's going to line up, because what are they, how many home games do they have left? Six. So depending on what yeah, they yeah, everyone, do with yeah, him, I don't know if they're going to start skipping some starts with him. But you got to see how he comes out at home. And if he can have a dominant performance where you're not concerned with if his arm being tired, because he's, show, he's obviously showing a little fatigue right now. And if he can go out there and be dominant and prove he can be dominant in October, I don't see how you don't give him the ball at home. I mean, his home, his home numbers at Yankee Stadium 
are are ace like this year. They really are. And honestly, everyone's talking about it now. You were the first person to bring it up. I hadn't heard anyone talk about his home road splits. But you if he can go out there and be dominant, man. I mean, he wasn't Terry walked a few guys more than he probably liked in his last start against Oakland. He did throw a lot of pitches over five innings. Uh, he wasn't sh- and then he wasn't sharp um Friday night against yeah against, against Boston. Boston so well what's bothering me and why I think he's feeling fatigued is because you'll see him in the first couple innings he, even if he doesn't have his best command that day he's still got enough nastiness in his pitches that he's just still putting hitters away and then as the third, fourth, fifth innings roll around, not only does he not have command, but his stuff is flat. His curveball. That who hit that home run off him? That JD was that. That ball just sat there in the middle of. The yeah, play. it's he's been getting flat, but it was completely different in the first inning. In the first inning, his stuff was filthy. Oh, look at this. So I think he's a little fatigued right now. This has got to be the most innings he's ever pitched. Oh, by far. Uh... Between the minors and the big leagues last year, he threw, what, uh, 80? Let's see. I'm addicted to nose spray, by the way, and I forgot to hit it before the show, so I can't breathe. That's great. How many innings? Uh, I can't see. All these apps are, there's too many apps here. Between the minors and the big leagues, uh, he threw 94 innings last year. 94. Okay, but for me, big league innings are much different. I threw 85 and two-thirds. And how many is he at now? Uh, one. Why is it so difficult for you, my brother? Because it's just the way that they're listing things. He's uh, 136 and two-thirds innings. Oh, my God. That's I mean, that's night and day. He's almost doubled, if you really think about it. If you really think, if, well, not well, I guess not in terms of, I mean, that's like six more starts, but that's a lot, man, for a young kid who's who you really weren't expecting to throw this many innings at all this year. That's a lot of innings, man. I don't know if you can really trust that he's going to be sharp enough to be effective for you in the postseason. So if you're not counting on Domingo Herman, then I don't know who you're counting on. Sevi. Again, what are we going to see out of him? When's he coming back, you think? I think they make know. the announcement Monday? They said they were going to talk about it last night. I think I think Monday will. Tomorrow, the breaking news of the New York Yankees will be that they have reactivated Luis Severino. Boone said that it was something they were going to talk after the game last night. Uh, he said, we're recording Sunday morning. You know, we always like to do this. Record Sunday morning. Uh, this will serve as your maybe your pregame, even though most of you will probably be hyped up on football. Um, Fuck football, man. As the Yankees play the Red Sox. Sox. In, uh, Sunday night baseball. And it's one of those weird wraparound series where they play uh, the fourth game Christian, on Monday. There's no weird wraparound series. I've only seen this, what, once in my life? Is this going to be the new norm now? Teams were off on Wednesday this week. I think the Astros had off on a Wednesday. Is that the new thing? 
Is that the new norm now? We play a two-game series. They're fucking ridiculous, man. These schedules are terrible. Isn't Monday Patriots Day in Boston? No. Oh, maybe. But Sunday, tonight, the Patriots, there's going to be no one at this game. You know that, right? This will be the most empty UC Fenway Park for a Yankee Red Sox game ever. No, Patriots Day is in April. So why are they doing this? I don't know, but the Patriots are unveiling their uh, their banner tonight, their Super Bowl banner. It's really weird because I know that they'll do they'll wrap around the series on uh, for Patriots Day, but I didn't think it was in September. I was just getting confused because it's, it's September's eleventh is coming up. Yeah, I mean Patriots Day or whatever it is uh, is in the way beginning of the season, like first couple of weeks. So this is odd. This is really weird that they're doing this like this. But did you hear me? The Patriots are doing their banner presentation tonight. Okay. How many people are honestly going to be at this Yankees Red Sox game? There's, you think there's hardly been anybody there to uh, these past two days? Really? There's, when do you ever see empty seats at Fenway Park? Yeah, never. Mm. There's not many of them. Like there's not many seats to begin with. So I don't know. Also, update. I didn't actually know this until I was uh, stalking you on Twitter. The Yankees only had to win three out of these four games to eliminate them from being eligible of winning the AL East. Yes, I said that. This episode? You said that? No, on Twitter I said that. Yeah, no, the, yeah. The original tweet was during, before it was, their, they had to sweep four. Their game was not completed yet, and they had they lost uh, to Minnesota. That play that Devers, got, Devers got nailed out at, uh, at home play. That was the best. I was so fucking pumped up when I saw that. Why? What does it really matter? Because you know why? Fuck them. Fuck the Red Sox because that was the Yankees last year. Actually, the Yankees weren't half of that bad. But that was the Yankees last year. Rounding third, thrown out by a step while the Red Sox were winning every single game. I thought it may be a good topic for this show today. Could have been to kind of <clears throat> break down, like last week we broke down what pitchers we thought would make the postseason I was roster. thinking that too. But there would... Well, I guess we'll save it for a day when Stack Guy Rise actually here. Plus, it's t- I mean, how difficult is it to analyze and try and come up with a good, educated guess as to what this roster is going to be when you still don't know who's healthy? Gio Rochella got activated uh, right before we came on to record. Uh, he'll, he'll be back for today's game. I don't. We obviously haven't seen the lineup. It's still early yet. Uh, They'll so probably play him. Booney's been big on activating guys and having him right in the lineup. So it's t- it's tough to say. Like everybody's like, "Oh, let's come up with a lineup." You don't know what the lineup is going to be because you still got this guy lurking around the corner here. Uh, whether or not Mister Stanton's actually going to be healthy and ready to play, you have to imagine the Yankees have three different roster options at this point. Roster configurations, and uh, you know, the health of one player kind of took a big hit yesterday as the Yankees announced that they're shut. They're shutting down Aaron Hicks for the rest of the... Uh, well, they're just shutting him down. They didn't put a time frame on it. But, you know, as we sit here, today's what? No, uh, November. Jesus Christ. Uh, September 8th. Uh, does he have time? He has... If no. they're shutting him down... If it wasn't an elbow, I'd say maybe with the playoffs coming that they could get him to a point where he's confident enough to be 
you know, I'm an still impact waiting. Player. I'm still waiting for that to come out. That he's the, the Yankees keep saying that he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. I'm waiting. For, I'm still waiting for it. I'm wa- I, I don't wish it upon the guy, but I'm waiting no. for it to happen. I think that if they are and that shutting Tommy him down John surgery, if they are shutting him down, this would be the time that it comes out. Like well, this is no more playing. Well, games. when they announced that uh, they were shutting him down, they did say that there's nothing new on the MRI. He just cannot build up the strength to throw the ball. I so so what is it? And this is why you get He's a weak? guy. Is he weak? He doesn't have the strength to throw a ball. He can't build up his arm strength to throw the ball. I don't well, know. why? Something's got to be going on, and that's odd to me. That that would be what's holding him back with an elbow injury. Usually, anything strength wise or fatigue comes from the shoulder. To be an elbow, you're usually just feeling pain or severe discomfort. Okay. Because you're a doctor. No, I know because I've had both shoulder and elbow injury. Okay, because you're a doctor. You know. And I fucking threw a baseball the other day at the game, like in the parking lot. I can't even have a catch anymore. It's sad, man. Not that you have any fucking empathy for anything for me. Why would I care about you? Because I love baseball and I can't even throw one Well, anymore. I picked up a, a couple weeks ago. The uh, I'd still strike your ass out, though. You want to you take a bow over that? I haven't swung a bat in probably 15 years. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, maybe a month or so, I actually had a catch, played catch. Had a catch. No, you play catch. You dickhead. No, you don't. Okay. You have a catch. You're going to have a punch in the mouth. In the- go ahead. It'll be a fucking full-on brawl. Sunday yeah. night brawl. Okay. There you go. NFL fucking brawl. And I said to him, I said, I guarantee you I couldn't even hit 40 right now. I don't know what I was throwing. It was a wet noodle. But... I was surprised that my arm wasn't absolutely throbbing me the next day. How much did you throw, though? I don't know. Throwing the ball around for five or ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, you throw. If you haven't thrown and then you throw a ball just for even ten times, you're waking up usually with severe pain in the back of your Not that I ever was a flamethrower, but, you know. I was never a flamethrower, but my freshman year in high school, I was, as a lefty, I was hitting 85. That's pretty good. But then I blew, uh, had something going on in my shoulder, had tendonitis. My rotator cuff was fucked up. Came back throwing 75. Oh, that, okay. So, that, that was it for you. Then I relied on a slider until it popped my ligament in my elbow. A sliders. Now I need Tommy John. Sliders. Sliders. As I was saying about Aaron Hicks, uh, that's why you get a guy with his skill set to sign for seven years and seventy million dollars because he can't stay on the friggin' field. He can't and he, and I was uh I was driving at the beginning of the game yesterday and when uh John and Susan were talking about uh Hicks getting shut down, John was kind of giving him the business a little bit about not being able yeah, to stay well, on he the field. It. If Let you, me ask you this if you look at hold on one you second. Ask, you go. If you look at Aaron Hicks skill set the speed, he doesn't hit for a high average, but he's got power, switch hitter, great arm, maybe not so much anymore. I have issues with his fielding, but he gets to pretty now much. No, he's much better, man. He gets to everything that he really needs to get to. He should be a you know, probably a guy that could command you know, 17, 18 million dollars on the open market with his skill set. And he didn't even sign for anywhere close to that. He gave the Yankees seven years of his life 
because he wanted the security of the money. And Brian Cashman was like, yeah, I'll pay you $10 million a year because that's a joke. Yeah, but he's definitely worth that. Oh, absolutely. But he can't stay in the Yankee. This was a calculated risk the Yankees took, and it didn't doesn't look so great in the first year because he hasn't been able to play. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> in In totality of the deal, when it was first signed and done, I think you were pretty optimistic about it. I think we all were because of, like you said, the money. It was a steal for a guy of his caliber. I think for them to get him for that amount, you have to take that risk. Are you reg- are you feeling any regret? I don't feel regret towards it. I still think it's a good deal because even if he becomes a part-time player going forward, they're paying, what, Gardner eight, almost $8 million a year, and that was the premise of him being. And we got a guy who's in his prime right now. And he, that was the premise of him being a fourth outfielder this year. If you're getting your a start, your starting center fielder for ten million dollars a year, and even if he plays eighty to hundred games, you know you can fill in with guys like Talkman or Clint Frazier. Yeah, how great has Brett Gardner been, man? Gardy, did you see my tweet? He's the oldest Yankee to tie his career high of twenty plus home runs in a season. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't. I still can't believe what. All the hatred that Brett Gardner and the Yankees got in the offseason for him uh, him being re-signed. And it's re-signed as an R-E apostrophe S-I-G-N-E. Not apostrophe. Uh, not apostrophe. It's a dash. Dash. Right? Okay. okay. God, I was the stupid one. Well, at least I put in a quote, you know, uh, a mark there. Re-signed without that dash and re-signed the word are two Resigned complete, and re-signed. Are, are really two completely different things. Okay, that's just a little little issue that I have there. The Yankees should have re-signed Brett Gardner. Yeah, no, they, resigned. You were meant to mock. Okay, Yankees should have resigned him. They should have resigned him. Resign everybody. <laughs> but come on, how good has this guy yeah, been? And he's bro? gonna be the starting center fielder in the postseason. It's and you crazy. know what? I'm fucking okay with it. I'm okay with the Talkman. Is obviously, I mean, Talkman woke up from his dream. And like you said, not knocking him, the dude did his job already. He could not hit another ball the rest of the season, and I'm still thrilled with what he did. But he's come back down to earth now. He's he's back. Not to say he can't get hot again, and I could eat my words, but he's back to being the immortal Mike Talkman. Mike Talkman, really the first guy who started the Christian curse. Christian first ripped Mike Talkman. He became the best player the Yankees had for three weeks. Then you ripped Mike Ford. You called him a fat old men's softball player. I didn't call him fat or old. Yeah, you pretty much did. I said you should. You should hear the tone in your voice when you said it. You were calling him fat. I said alcoholic. I did not say those words. I would never say that about any old. I said that he looked like he belonged on the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant softball team. Is what I said. And he looked like home fucking. And a, he does. He looked like a human version of Homer Simpson. And then he goes, and then he goes. Okay, I'll just hit and ten he home was runs hitting in a, like he three He hit a games. home run as I was ripping him. He hit a home run. As and he I hit was the walk off the game I was at. And then he hit two more dingers. He hit a maybe. He had a really. Good, oh, uh, dude, he had he had like six home runs in, in. He had a good series against Seattle, and then he and had a LA. He had the LA. He had a couple more after that. Uh, no, that was the final night. Yes, because that's why we were recording. But didn't he hit game. another one after we were done recording? He had another one that game. 
No, I don't think he hit two that game. I'm pretty sure he did. I'm almost. Oh no, he had a big double. Yeah, he had a big hit. He had a big, he had hit. A big hit. In that game. But then, so then Christian jokingly last episode, if you didn't listen, he said, "Who should I rip next?" You know what? Fuck J Hap. J Hap sucks. Hasn't given up a run in his last two outings. You know who? You know who sucks now? Let me hear it. Fucking Luke Voigt. He sucks. No, I'm serious. No, right I'm now. serious too. Fuck, you know what? It's gotten to the point. Do you want me to raise your mic? No, no, no. You need to be raised? It's gotten to the point now where you're hearing people write and seeing people write articles that the Cardinals won. Are winning the the, the Won the trade. Now, mind you, they fucking designated Chase and Shreve for assignment and kept Giovanni Gallegos, who right now... Luke Voigt, you want to be embarrassed, bro? Do you really want to be embarrassed, Luke Voigt? Okay, you got traded for Giovanni Gallegos and Chasen Shreve. Chasen Shreve is no longer with the St. Louis Cardinals. And right now, Giovanni Gallegos in 55 games has has uh, pitched to a 2.27 ERA. Okay, Giovanni Gallegos, 2.27 ERA. And what are you doing, Luke Voigt? I'm huh? pretty sure Chasen Shreve got designated for assignment from his family as well. I'm pretty sure no one loves Chase and Shreve. Now, I got these stats before Luke Voigt hit the double yesterday. And guess what about that double? I don't give a shit about it because it doesn't mean anything to me. So go fuck yourself in your double, okay? I agree. So here you go. Luke Voigt. And this was somewhere midway between uh, in the game yesterday that I got all this information. He's four for fucking 20. So what is he, like five for 21 now? Five for 22? Maybe. Okay. He's got zero... Zero home runs, uh, and now he has two extra base hits. Okay, this is since coming back from the injured list. Right. So you want to be the fucking big tough guy that flips tires. That has his fucking last top button. One too many. Did you just fucking undo my thing again? Probably. Why is it so close to my foot? I'm going to have to recalculate that. Can you just please plug it back into the thing? one of those bad boys under there to the right there you see that little looks like an octopus he's fucking knocking out my headphones and not that he cares because he doesn't use headphones oh okay you're good um Don't put it so close to my foot bro. i'll fucking rewire it okay Okay, so you want to you want to do all this sexy shit that you think is so cool? The button, the top button. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be fucking Luke Voigt with my gold chains hanging out, and yeah. my, you know my chest hair and boy, you know Luke Voigt hit a fucking home run, bro. Seriously, hit a fucking home run. My wife. Oh, here's Luke Voigt. Strike three. Strike three, loser. Ooh. Button your button then. Every time you button look, the top button, then. every time you strike out looking, you should have to add another button to your shirt. Yeah, you need more buttons at this point. Really, I gotta sit there and see articles come across my timeline and now how the St. Louis Cardinals won the trade because you, you can't, you suck now. You're back to being a what was he? A nobody? I don't know. My wife still wants to bang him because they don't care. They don't care about what he does on the field. They only care about. Uh, his muscles. His muscles. His on base percentage is his on base percentage is three oh four since coming off the injured list. Okay. Now you know you know 
you know how much I hate analytics. Like the true like nerd analytics that are like, oh well, his woba is so low, like Didi Gregorius, and he can't play in in the postseason because of that, right? right? You know how much I hate that shit. I was just looking at this. His his let me put this in reference. League average for weighted runs created is a hundred. A hundred. Okay. Weighted runs created. Yeah, okay. WRC plus league average is a hundred. Mm-hmm. The he higher had, the better. Yes. He's a fucking fifty five right now. But that means nothing to me. Yeah. And you know Because what? I don't know what it means. You know what it means? That he creates runs? He, he's not. That's the point. He's not. Okay, but you have to put it in context for me, right? Who's been the Yankees' best hitter? DJ LeMayo. Give me DJs. No, I, I'm WRC, not. whatever. Give me DJs. You want me to pull it up? I'm way better than anyone at this stat shit. I should be stack guy Chris. Seriously. Well, I look up WRC plus on uh, Wikipedia, and it's like some broadcasting company. <laughs> yeah, that's where they get the names for these from. Like, if you put it in context and DJ LeMayhews is X amount, then I can, you know, make sense of it in my head. I just told you league average was 100. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean anything to me. Because what's the league average and batting average? 248, 250? It doesn't. He's 50 points under the league average. Yeah, but I don't know... Okay, so now I need to see a guy like DJ who has creative runs all year, how much above league average he is to see. What if DJ LeMay is only 10 above league average? That means that Luke Voigt's 55 is astronomically bad. You know? Here for Chris, uh, weighted runs created is an improved version of Bill James' RC statistic, which attempted to quantify a player's total offensive value and measure it by runs. Okay, so instead of looking at a player's line and listing out all the details, the information is put into one metric in in order to say player X is worth this many runs to his team. If WRC sounds familiar to weighted runs above average, well, who cares? So basically, uh, weighted RC plus is park and league adjusted, allowing to... This is what I don't like about this shit. Because it's allowing you to compare players in different years, parks and leagues. I don't really care what his to compare him to what Ted Williams did. Yeah, you can't. You can't compare to that. Where would I find this? I'm sure I'm on fan graphs here. So, like, where did you find that? Don't worry about what I do. As much as you say you hate the Saber metrics, you clearly like it. I try to, because you know what? I don't want to be ignorant to them, but again, you want to tell me, like, you want to give me a stat that gives the player's value in terms of runs? Okay, I can live with that, but then I'm going to adjust it there for it ballparks and errors. I, no, I, then I, that I don't care about. All right, DJ LeMay used WRC is... Uh, I got it. That can't be right. It's it says one thirty eight. Is that correct? I don't got it. Yeah, it's one thirty eight. Okay. So that shows me that Luke Voigt's fifty five is even worse than we thought. Now mind you, this is just since him coming off the injured list. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. But he's worthless to the Yankees in terms of 
runs. Well, let's talk about it in a in in a context that is relevant right now. We have well. An, how about his on base percentage is just a tick over three hundred? Yeah, no. I'm just saying. Let's talk about it in a relevant context because no one cares about the rest of the season other than the Yankees hopefully getting home field advantage. But let's talk about it in postseason form. We right have now, we have too not, many guys. He's not playing. He's still making the roster. Um, we can agree on that. Okay. But right now, there's no starting spot for Luke Voigt. He's being outplayed. And that all depends, of course, on Gio Urshela coming back, being healthy, and, and showing that he didn't become Gio Urshela again. Uh, even if Gio Urshela doesn't play, I don't. where is he playing? What do you mean? Where If Gio Urshela doesn't play in the postseason, where is Luke Voigt playing? First, he can, you know, depending on the matchups... Uh, he could play first, and Encarnacion could DH, and Stanton could be in left field. I heard the Yankees are open to Stanton coming back and playing the field, not necessarily DHing. If you want your best offensive team out there, that's probably what you do. If you well, want yeah. your best defensive team out there, then you're going with Mike Talkman out in left field. Well, the thing is, if you're gonna, you want your best offensive team out there for the first, for the most of the beginning of the game there, because you're gonna let's let's be honest, people. You're going to win this thing with your offense. Yeah, your pitching still has to be good. And, and you know, they can't just go out there and give up uh, seven runs in three innings. But you're really going to rely a lot on your offense. Especially if your team goes down a couple runs early. This offense has been a powerhouse all year. You're going to want to be your best offensively. And I don't think Stanton is that bad in the outfield where you're sacrificing defense that much. You want to put a bow on this analytics shit? Yeah. If you want to give me, like, if you want to just say weighted runs created or whatever runs created, and you want to tell me this is what he's worth runs, I can I can live with that, and I'll understand it. But as soon as we start saying that it's adjusted for leagues and ballparks and, and errors so you can compare uh, Mike Trout to Ted Williams, then you lose me because why do I care to compare Mike Trout to Ted Williams? Yeah, I agree. I want to compare what Mike Trout is doing to Christian Yelich. And then if you want to tell me who the more valuable player is based off of that, then that's what I'll do. And and that's where I stand on that. So if you want to understand analytics, that's where I... But you I want, want to even to, go... I don't want to compare... I don't want to compare Mickey Mantle but to... But go a step further. To, you don't even want to compare Mike Trout to five years ago, Mike Trout, because clearly something has changed in baseball over the last year or so with all these home runs. The, it's ridiculous. The Twins have already broken the Yankees' record right. from last year. It's ridiculous what's happening right now. There's analysts out there, and even the guys in the Yes Network have been open about it, that are saying this is not baseball. Something's going on right now. You can't even compare Trout to, to Trout three years ago. But you want to compare him to fucking Ted Williams? Or to Mickey Mantle? You can't. There's always, everyone just has this fascination of comparing players in any generation. Is LeBron better than Jordan? Is Tiger Woods better than, you know, Nicholas? Is Jeter better than this guy? It's just, stop. Stop doing it. Things evolve. Games change. Football's not the same as it was even five, six years ago. It's they're fun debates to have, but if you're, yeah, of if course. you're, but baseball is seemingly creating statistics that now guys are supposed to be getting paid off of, and their value is determined that are adjusted to compare to previous errors, which is that's that's not we shouldn't do that. No, 
you want to create new statistics that compare them to players in the league today, that's what you need. That's what you should do. Something actually really hit home with me that you said last week or two weeks ago when you were discussing DD. I think it was last week. DD not being valuable enough to make the postseason based on analytics, based on these saber metrics, analytics, you know, whatever. And there was one stat in particular that people have been saying is he's low in and he shouldn't be starting. And you made a great fucking point, and it stuck with me. Most of what you say, I don't even fucking listen to. Goes in one year, out the other. The only time I respond is because it's for show purposes. But this stuck with me. Okay, you said, but does that stat take into account you removing your starting shortstop and replacing him with someone not as good at shortstop? Let's take Labor Torres, who who really was, you know, really good at short this year. But let's say Labor Torres wasn't on this team and you had a less less capable shortstop to replace Didi with. But is whatever Woba or whatever the fuck it is, his weighted runs created is ninety, so he's below league average on that. That's what people are like. Oh, wait, I can't play him now. So his WRC, up. whatever. Let's let's say there was some guy who was less capable uh, defensively, but you put him out there, and that guy fucking blows the game for you in 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 the field. Does that stat take take that into account of what you're sacrificing outside of that one player? No. There's a, it's got to come down to just more than just focusing in on on small things. Now it's all about the eye test, right? Luke Voigt clearly is just so fucking lost at the plate. Maybe that double yesterday is going to turn things around. He had a couple good at-bats yesterday, I feel like. Maybe over the next couple weeks now, he shows that he's back in form and he's ready to go. But no fucking WRC plus or whatever the fuck is going to tell me if he should be starting in the postseason. I'm sorry. If the Yankees are looking at that shit and they're determining who's going to play for them in the postseason, then they're doing it wrong. I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel. I really don't think they are. We're beating a dead horse, though. You know who should be playing in the the postseason? Whoever's the hottest. And I said this. Not that, but being hot is no longer a real thing in baseball. Yeah, well, wait. Just wait until the postseason comes around. Encarnacion, man. To me, right now, bait. If everyone is healthy, and this does not include Hicks because he's clearly not healthy, and the, and we're including Stan and no, you got to just Hicks is done, one hundred percent. I think there's six locks to make the the lineup every day: Gary, DJ, Glaber, Didi, Judge, and Gardner. Those are your six locks. Got to throw Geo on there if he's healthy. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, he's he's been that good, Christian. People, it's like it's like people just forget just because he's been hurt for a no, week. I I don't forget how good he's been. But if you really want a true first baseman, where's he playing? I'm if okay you want with true, DJ playing first. If you want a, if you want a true first baseman out there, who's playing? But I'm okay. With, I think DJ is a true first he's baseman. Not a true first baseman. I think he's good enough. I think they're better with Carnacion at, at first. So then, and DJ. So then, third. late in the game, you move Lemayu over to third. And we put, we just talked about how important it is to have your best offense out there. Gio's not only a stud at third base, but he's a guy who should, at least before he got hurt, should be in this lineup in the postseason. Can't I don't f- think he's a lock. I didn't understand what I'm saying. I don't think he's a lock to play every day. 
I disagree right now. I do. I think he's been that good. I think he's been that good, and I think DJ's not that bad at first base where you're saying, but we can't risk DJ I'm not saying. First. I'm saying I think the team is probably better when Encarnacion at first and DJ at third. Unless you want to tell me that again, this is all predicated on health. If Stan's out of the equation, then you can you open a lot of things up. If Stan's out of the equation, then that means that you have your D, your DH spot open, and then you want to play whoever's better, whoever's hitting what better out of Edwin and Voigt at at DH, and then you play uh, Lemayu at first and and Urshela at third. You can do that. Mm. But maybe the Yankees want a true, an actual first baseman. Maybe they want Edwin Encarnacion to play first base to take that out of the equation. And and Gio Rochelle is going to be on the bench because I'm sorry, there's no fucking way you can sell me on the Yankees taking the field on October 4th to start the American League Division Series with DJ Gregorius on the bench if he's healthy. DJ Gregorius? Uh, Didi Gregorius on the bench if he's healthy. You can't sell no, me. No, that's that. not going to fucking happen. It's not happening. Nor should it. Has he? Has he? Has D? Has D D D D D Has D D had a, a D D Gregorius type season at the plate? No, but he also take into account all the setbacks that he had. Probably that he never got in full rhythm with the Tommy John surgery and everything. But you know where he hasn't missed a beat at shortstop. No. Every time I watch a game, he's, he's been make, so good. He's making a play out there. He's been really good. Isn't that, isn't that valuable in and of itself? And I don't, don't please. I don't care. I don't care what his his defensive metrics are. Okay, I really don't care. I don't want to hear him. Do you know where analytics lose me when they tell me Gio Rochella sucks at third base? I, I don't know if I've seen a better defensive third baseman in my lifetime. In in just as many games as he's played, you got to make the play. You have to For make the, the plays that need to be made. If you do that, you're good in my book. You want to say this guy has more range than another guy, but whatever, I don't care. I'm not sacrificing my starting shortstop because of it. I'm not doing it. Don't you have to go? Don't you have to go? I don't have to go anywhere, man. I'm free as a bird today. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to fly like one right out the window? Maybe I should. Crash on the pavement? Maybe I should. Fuck it. Yeah, that's good. That's what everybody wants. Got a basketball hoop. It's that guy, right? Bought a basketball hoop. For himself. And he put it here. He's going to claim that it's for your kids, but he really bought it for himself. He did. He already made that claim. What? He made the claim. That it was for the kids? That Well, he admitted it's for him, but he also said it's for the kids. But imagine it's being for him. Imagine being a douchey guy like that and being like, yeah, I'm going to buy this. Put it at your fucking house. But your kids can't use it. Tell your fucking kids it's for them, but really they're not allowed to use it. And just, I'm going to use it. It's you know what? Up. Not even here. You know what we should do with it? Fucking burn it. Just put, well, you could do that and then... No, it's really nice. And then maybe start a fire that, you know, engulfs the whole street. Or you can just put it out on the curb and let the garbage men take it. <laughs> because think they would should, take it? Huh? think they would take it? Maybe. A little too big. That should be his punishment for not being here today. I agree. First NFL Sunday of the year. Just the coincidentally away with his friends. Yeah, away. Yeah. Okay. All right, so tonight the Yankees, uh, 7 o'clock start on ESPN. So, you know, get your mute buttons uh, ready. 
as uh, they take on the Red Sox. Uh, game three of their four-game series. It'll be... Uh, who's pitching tonight? Actually, this why is this game listed at 8.05? They're going back to 8.05 starts now? Yes. I'm, that's, no, Ooh. it's not that they're going back to 8.05. The Patriots have their banner ceremony tonight. So ESPN didn't want it to conflict with the Patriots banner ceremony. So the, they pushed it back an hour. This doesn't make any sense. The game, the NFL game starts at eight o'clock too, or eight 30. Right. But the banner ceremony is being televised around seven. Who gives a shit or well, some why? shit. So ESPN didn't want it to conflict. You it's going to conflict in the game. You know what major league baseball should say? Uh, who cares? You know, we're baseball. So now I got to stay up to midnight. Well, I to think watch. it's ESPN wanting the best ratings. Right, so I got to stay up an extra hour now tonight because of fucking major league, uh, because ESPN is scared of the NFL. Well, cool. All right, but Tanaka against Porcello. Again, you know, what does this really mean in the realm of things? Not a lot, but I would like to see Tanaka pitch well on the road against the Red Sox. I would yeah, like to see that me too. tonight. I think it's important. And then Paxton against Rodriguez to finish off the series. And you know what? Again, what does it mean in the realm of things? Not much, but... Oh, no, that does mean a lot for Paxton. If you let me finish my thought, I would. I need to see. I really want to see Paxton continue this role that he's on. Continue pitching well going into October. Slot I, yourself in as that number two guy right now. When I did my one show before his start in L.A., and I said that he was going to go out there dominate, and he did. And then I followed up with saying the most important thing we can see at this point is Paxton to not have any setbacks. He needs to keep pushing forward. He needs. He doesn't have to be dominant or as dominant each time out, but he can't have a game where you're then sitting back and questioning if he has what it takes. He he has to go out there and keep building on this, keep building on that confidence of himself, of the team, of of the fans, and each and every game he's done that so far, and it's important he finishes out the season that way. It yeah. really is. Yeah, it is. It really is. And then the Yankees are in Detroit to play the Woeful Tigers. And then, uh, you know, they wrap up their uh, road trip with the with the uh, the Jays. And then, dude, it's the last regular season homestand of the year. So crazy. The season goes this quick. And you know what? Their uh, magic number is 11. So you would like to see that, you know, wrapped up before that final homestand. Yeah. Let me just ask you one question. What's that? Because it sounds like you're about to wrap up. Okay. I got to ask you this. Oh, and Guardy was supposed to come on today. He fucking dogged us. So we got to try and get him next week. Mm-hmm. But um, let me ask you this. Yes. Someone kept saying to me last night, a bunch, bunch of different people kept asking me, aren't you worried about the Yankees pitching in the postseason? In my head, I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm just not. Are you that worried? I mean, think just think about it logically, right? Tanaka, you worried? No. No. Paxton keeps pitching like this. You worried? No. Herman has a dominant start at home and really takes this thing to a mid-two ERA at home and dominant. Uh, you worried with him pitching at Yankee Stadium? No, not at Yankee Stadium. Severino comes back dominant, looks like Sevy, filthy, yeah, well, lights taking, out. You worried taking, about Sevy? You're taking all the best case scenarios. There are question marks. Right. But, to there's, sit, but um, Christian, there's always question marks. But like, remember team. when we were like, oh, scared of Oakland. Am I scared of this this rotation? No, I'm I'm not scared of it. 
Can they can things flame out and the Yankees be done after four games? Yeah, it couldn't happen. Can't that happen to any team? Well, you know, it's not gonna happen to you. Don't they deserve best case scenario? It's not gonna happen to the to the Astros. Don't they deserve best case scenario? Maybe. They've been Probably. thrown the worst possible situations. The hardest obstacles to overcome. And it's come out best case scenario. All year. Don't they deserve that at this point? And if you're going to go that route, it not only is it best case scenario, but those four pitchers can be very lethal. So I'm no, I'm not worried. I have confidence in this team. I really do. You know what? You just got to you get through five innings with a lead. That's really all you need to do with right now. Yeah, that's it. Even four. If Batances comes back healthy, give me fucking four. I don't Just to quickly touch on Batances, I think his uh his velocity was around 93 in his rehab appearance the other day uh he even said that he didn't know where it would be come the end of the season Batances, typical Batances though Batances at 93 if that break I mean if that breaking ball's on point I'll take him at 93 well, typical Batances remember a couple of years ago he came out of spring training he was wasn't barely hitting 90 yeah and he was like ah eh, I'll get there but Batances at 93 with that breaking ball you still take him Dude, I would take Batanzas at fucking 79. No, you wouldn't. With that breaking ball. It's the best breaking ball in baseball. Yeah, but you won't take him if he's throwing a 79-mile-an-hour fastball. You do it. You're so yeah. stupid. Yeah, would. You want to know what i tell him? Hey, don't throw a fastball. Okay. Just throw the curve. Okay. Because if it's on, it's fucking unhittable. And just trying to wait on a little Seve news here. We uh, Do we have anything yet? What do you think they're going to announce today? Well, Boone said that. I think they, tomorrow. Boone said that they were going to discuss it after the game last night. Yeah, but I don't think there's any reason to activate him today. They already made some roster moves. Uh, with uh, Estrada, Estrada is uh, Estrada's off the IL. Gio's off the IL. They're both with the major league club, and then Higashioka and Valera also called up. So doesn't look like anything came out, but maybe after the game, or maybe right before. He did. Uh, he did say it's possible. If it really all depends on if the Trent Thunder is still alive and he's got a place to go. Really, yeah. if not, why not? I mean, really, what's the harm? Uh, when did he pitch? Friday. Uh, yes. So let's map it out. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, Wednesday, it, right? Dude, would it really hurt him to go out there and, and chuck a couple innings against the Tigers? No, I think that's the plan. I really do. I think. I think he'll be pushed to 65 pitches will be his limit, and I think he's going to do it at the major league level. There's no reason why he shouldn't. It, but they're in Detroit, right? Yeah. The only thing I would say is maybe they want to wait for them to be back in New York before he joins the team. He could get... if he Maybe. If he but, pitches in Wednesday, right? Let's say he pitches Wednesday in Detroit. Then he can pitch the following Tuesday at home against the LA. Angels. He could pitch the final home game of the year against the, the Jays. And then he can pitch the final game of the year against Texas. So he can get four outings in and maybe yeah. uh, would you know enough about him oh, after yeah. four outings? Not even a, it's not even a question. You'll know enough. You'll not enough, but you'll know a lot after just one. And what better team to build your confidence right off the bat than the fucking Detroit Tigers? And then uh, you know. The American League Division Series will start that Friday, so he'll have plenty of rest. Why not? 
Yeah. Why not I, just bring? Honestly, why not just bring think, him up? No, I think that's the plan. Why not just do it? I All think right. that's the plan. So Yanks Sox tonight. Tanaka against Porcello. Yankees. If they win the next two games, the Boston Red Sox are officially eliminated from AL East contention. Peace. Um. As uh, we said earlier, since there was a little confusion, uh, the code is DJ05 for buy one, get one, $5 off for anything, uh, for any t-shirt in the store that includes a new DJ t-shirt that's coming out. And don't be a douchebag like the Mets are and rip this shirt off and show your pasty white belly. Look, bro. Don't do that. You want to hit a walk-off home run and rip the dude's fucking shirt off? Fine. I still think it's ridiculous, but fine. Dude has a walk off walk. Come on, let's let's act like we've been here. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay. I, I, I would I wouldn't like it if the Yankees did that type of shit. So it's because you're not secure with your sexuality enough. I think you. Get I just uncom- think, I think it's think dumb to sit there and start ripping clothes off of somebody after a hit. I like that he's got a dad bod though. Made me feel a little. You know what? Just dump myself. some dump some Gatorade. You know. Made me feel a little. What better. you know? What's 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 with these guys and not wearing undershirts too? That's another thing. Yeah, very rare for a baseball player to not have undershirt. I guess they. I guess the Mets are so cheap they can't afford them. Probably not. All right. So thank you for listening to episode 142 of the NYYST podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. It's that guy, Rye. Uh, the Eagles are trash. Hope they lose. Okay. And Chris, say goodbye. Peace.